Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Talking! 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 Come on, you yellows. Flying high below the Wembley archway sky today. Welcome to the original, the Talker United Yellow Army podcast brought to you each week by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes of the Herald Express and Devon Live. We'll talk you through the latest news from Plainmore, we'll chat to the people making the news around the club. You can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, on Spotify and on iTunes. So it's one of those episodes of the podcast where two men are sitting in a car in Marnham Road and the two men this week is, is Richard Hughes, myself, and, and, and David Thomas from the Torby Weekly. Hi Richard. It's been a, Hi Richard. It's been, nice a, it's be been a nice week, isn't it? It's been a more relaxed week than previous weeks, I think. <laughs> well, because we beat Yeovil. Because we beat Yeovil and there's not been so much off the field stuff and yeah, and yeah. the squad looks healthier. It does. Um, uh, I, I was staggered when we were doing a top, uh, a top, a tot up yep. of how many players were missing before the Yeovil game, um, and nine. I got to about five yeah. or six, and then seven, and then eight, and then he went, oh no, Ethan Archer's cup tie, yeah. etc. Nine players unavailable for that uh, were game. unavailable yeah. for that game, and it showed in the subs bench. It did, uh, and it showed in Yeovil's subs bench that they were able to. To fill it make start, seven yeah. changes yeah. Uh, and still on the bench they had people like Frank Nuble, Reese Murphy yeah. you know etc 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 so um, uh, it, it was quite significant that and by all accounts after our chat with Gary today up to five of them may be back maybe uh, yeah. this weekend Ethan Archer definitely will be available um, people like Jack Stobbs um, Mark Halstead may be available Ross Marshall um, and even uh, Tom Lapsley and, and Tom Lapsley perhaps, you know, perhaps. Dot, I don't want to dot, hard, dot, dot, yeah exactly yeah. I don't want to be um, hard and fast on that but it's looking but, better so it is it is looking better yeah. and then we still have the two yeah. with all due respect to the other ones and they're all you know can help uh, the two big ones which is Aaron Jarvis and Kevin Dawson and obviously they're, they're further away and I don't think as a result of our chat with Gary that we're expecting well Jarvis Christmas, possibly. Christmas um, stroke New Year, I yeah, think we're now yeah. looking at. Uh, and Kevin Dawson, probably still a, a little bit longer. Although, uh, we understand they're waiting for a progress a scan. report scan yeah. on him, or he's had the scan. Yeah. N- not to, to you know, f- because there's a problem, but I think if that scan it's, it's comes It's a scan back, of where, okay, where, where are we? Yeah. yeah. Now, what we can, yeah. what can you yeah. crack on and do? Um, so that that's where we are with those two, but we're not expecting. Look, that's the thing that everybody wants to know is when they're going to be back playing again. Uh, Jarvis, with us by the sound of it, Christmas maybe. Yeah. Um, um, Kevin Dawson, perhaps New Year. Question marks. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go and have a listen to to what Gary had to say. Um, 
it was in the in the Gary Johnson suite. <laughs> the uh, the press conference today he was a he was a bit wide eyed when he walked into the room. It was a different room because they were decorating Christmas decorations were going up in the main room, and we we were in a a, a suite which uh, a just had suite, photos of Gary Johnson. Yeah, in it's it. a corporate sponsor. There's about suite. seven photos of Gary Johnson in it. <laughs> so uh, I think they're going to get a plaque made to Gary Johnson suite. Anyway, let's go and uh, listen to what he had to say, and we'll be back on the other side of Gary Johnson. So Gaffer, if we can just look back to the FA Trophy win against Yeovil first of all, is there a part of you that feels that you've set the record a bit more straight now after the league game? Um, yeah, I was just, the main reason for being pleased is that our team put in a good performance on and off the field, as we always say, and uh, I think our supporters enjoyed our, the way we played and the energy, and uh, of course there was changes from, from both sides. Um, but uh, the boys played our game and had lots of uh, opportunities and it was a great game for both sets of supporters and, uh, and the neutral. Obviously it's pleasing to win the game after getting beat by them uh, a week or so earlier but um, yeah, so it was a, a good performance and uh, certainly a, a really good atmosphere that the boys really enjoyed playing in front of. I don't mind saying, look much more like a, a Gary Johnson side of like, And you made the point after the game that actually, in some respects, it didn't matter what competition it was. Yes, Yeovil uh, didn't have perhaps what people would assume their stronger side, but you could equally say the same, couldn't you? Yeah, we can. Uh, but both managers are also going to say that because uh, you don't disrespect anybody that you bring in, otherwise it shouldn't be at the club if if you don't think they can do a job. So um, both managers have said, you know, it's that it. It's the team that you put out for that game, and you have to win that to win that game. You know, neither team goes out to lose the game. So um, no, I think it was um, it, our squad is getting slightly bigger. In that way, the squad gets better because, as I keep saying, it's, it's better to have the competition, and then when there's competition, training becomes more competitive. Uh, the games, people can't afford to have a dodgy game because they know there's some good players sitting on the bench or not even on the bench. Uh, at this stage, you know, we, we've got a selection for the team at this minute in time. We've got a few lads coming back from, from injury that could be available on, on Saturday. Um, we're just checking them over the next couple of days. Um, and so there's competition for the subs bench, which is great, which is what everybody needs because um, you know, if, if somebody's doing well they stay in and then the next bloke who's on the bench has got to work hard to get in the team. The next four games are Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday so we should have enough to be competitive in all those games and it's a, an important period leading up to the uh, Christmas period. Obviously disappointing that the Taunton game was postponed. You never want games postponed, but in, in has it uh, just touched upon it then slightly? Has it given you any room to manoeuvre? Has it, any other players like to be back into contention? Uh, there, there would have been a few players that wouldn't have been able to play. That's for sure. Uh, Hundred percent wouldn't have been able to play. They were towards the end of their uh, rehab. Um, so 
that little gap has, has probably now given them the opportunity to be available for selection, and, and that's and that's good, and that's the position we we want to be in. I want a headache every week of wondering, you know, have I got to upset him? Do I upset him? Who do I, you know, who do you make happy? Who do you disappoint? And that's but that's the nature of the game, and I've been doing that for 35 years, <laughs> so. I, you know, it's a, it's a it's a good position to be in if you can man manage the group when it's a bigger group. Now, statistics can often be used to say multiple different things depending on how you're looking at it. Whether it's glass half empty, glass half full, it doesn't seem that long ago that we were talking about back-to-back -back defeats. Everything felt a little bit doom and gloom. Yeah. So you got back-to-back -back wins. You could make that with the right result, three wins on the trot on Saturday, yeah. and suddenly things are looking much more brighter. Yeah, well, we've won three out of the last four uh, in all competitions. Obviously, uh, Bath were up there. Yeovil um, were up there. They were the ones that beat us. Uh, Haven't was a good result there because they were fighting for their lives, at them, even at this early stage. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't often use the saying, you know, turn the corner because the next defeat and suddenly it's different. But... Um, we got a couple of away games before we have a couple of home games, and so we, you know, we're we're very focused at the minute on uh, keeping this. It's not a run, but uh, two two wins. It's a a mini run. So we 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 got a, you have to you have to create a reputation, and then uh, that reputation you have to guard with your life, and that's how we. Talk to the players about it. We, we you know, we, and I felt we we've got our reputation back, certainly in that last game of being, as you said, um, you know, in the image of what the manager is looking for. Now, with that being that Yeovil win coming at home again, it, it only strengthens the fact that the home, at, the the form at Playmore at home has been very very strong. With these next two games against Dartford and Eastbourne being away from home. A chance to firm up that film as well. Yeah, it is, um, and you know, both long trips, of course, for for us. So you know, we've got to manage that, and then you've got to game manage when you get there because they want you want them turning up as bright, you know, as bright as possible. Um, so you try and keep all the positives that go into the psychology of two away games. Knowing that you know you've got two home games coming up that we all we all enjoy, um, we enjoy the away wins. Don't get me wrong, because that's always nice. The journey's a lot shorter when you're coming back after a win, as you as you know. And uh, you two travel on the bus with us, so you know the difference in the uh, atmosphere <laughs> on the bus from a from a defeat to uh, to a win. Whilst we're talking about statistics, if I could just throw a few more past you. Uh, this week at seen you clock up the, you're now the second most wins as any talkie manager with 117. Third for games in charge of any talkie manager with 250. And you've got the second highest win percentage of 46.8% in wins as a talkie manager. You must take a lot of pride in that. Yeah, I mean, I... I don't look at it every day and go, this is me, you know, 250th. I didn't know that. Um, 
seems no wonder I've got no air and <laughs> um, seems like a long time 250 games but uh, that's nice it's nice to, to have those stats to know that people used to say that you couldn't get a, you, know, you could get a nice job if you was over 45% win uh, percentage so that's nice might get a Premier League job <laughs> so but um, there'd be a few people going you got no chance <laughs> you too <laughs> no. um, so yeah, nice. I appreciate you saying that, and uh, you know, it's good. Was it Eric Weber? Was it Eric Weber? Was the first one who got what did he do? Six hundred and twenty games or something? He was here for fifteen years. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> unbelievable. Don't know the ten to go yet, Gary. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll keep the moaners happy by saying I definitely won't be doing six hundred and fifty <laughs> games. <laughs> Now, another thing that managers are obviously judged on is uh, the quality of their signings. You must be absolutely delighted with the players that you've brought in recently. Yeah. Theo Williams, mm -hmm. Callum Dolan, Philip Halupnicek mm -hmm. and, um, and Ethan Asher as well have all performed when they've been called upon. Yeah, they have. And, uh, you know, we needed to boost the squad, as we know. We didn't want to just bring in people for the sake of it. Um, but, um, yeah, the, 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 the boys have shown a good the impression they've given us the first impression has been good and whenever players come in I always say you know, you, you've got to you know, create a good first impression uh, or you never get a second chance to create a first impression and 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 that always you know once they've thought about it they understand that and I think all of them have created a good first impression and and they're all decent players as well you know Bournemouth think very highly of, of Archie and um, I took a little bit of a punt on, on Ethan and I think people can see why uh, and I think he's going to be a, a very good player and, and, me, and Dolan and I had a discussion uh, after one of the games where he came off early and actually he was a little bit uh, wasn't quite, quite right he took a chance on hoping that he'd be fit enough to see the game out at the Oval but wasn't um, so and then he came back strong and showed everybody what he can do you know he had a good Hampton game but we lost that game and uh, I'm, I'm pleased with his the way he's handled it the way he's coped with that and the way he's come out and shown us all I'm a player and uh, so that's good as well actually for a little bit uh I, do, I was doing uh, Archie House a bit of a disservice by not mentioning because actually even, even in his brief cameo uh, against Giovanni, he already seems to have won a few admirers with the way that he was uh, dealing with some uh, physical tests against Giovanni. Yeah, he's a young Mox, isn't he, with an Acer Hall haircut. So he's a <laughs> love child of Mox and Acer. <laughs> um, and, and he's quick. You know, I just like the way, you know, we love Frank to bits, Frank Newell, but he, uh, he, he hits him with a good tackle, a proper tackle, not foul, even Frank didn't moan about it, but you know, he knew that if he got near him, there was a tackle coming in sort of thing, you know, so um, he don't mind a tackle, and he is quick, and for somebody who's just six foot, he's decent in the air as well, so he, he covers a few positions. And finally, Gaff, looking ahead to Saturday first of all, most two-way games, but what are you expecting from Dartford? Dartford... Uh, big team, um, they do go long, 
Um, you know, they 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 get they're very direct. They've got two six foot three or so players up front. Um, so you have to be aware of that. You have to handle that. The best way to handle it is to keep the ball yourself uh, for longer, and uh, and then compete when uh, the ball goes up to them. Uh, so they they when they got beat this week their last game but if they had a one they'd have gone above us on on goal difference um but they didn't they, they if they won they'd have gone above us on goal difference but but they didn't so they're in that middle pack that, that's tight at the moment very tight and one win takes you up a few places and one defeat drops you a few places uh, yeah. We've got a couple of games in hand on most teams now, uh, one, two games in hand. But um, so you know, we, we we'll have to look at it when we start playing our games that we've lost for whatever. You know, not lost, but we lost through the weather and Weymouth being in there uh, in another competition. So um, so we might have to wait to get back into that uh, top seven again. But uh, hopefully. We've got to look at look at ourselves, see where we might be, but not it's not guaranteed, um, and get ourselves back up there, you know, competing with the top two or three, one, two or three. Um, the overall situation in the league, um, I think I know what you're going to say to this uh, question, but I'll ask it anyway. Do you think everybody is chasing second place? Or are Yeovil still catchable with um, nearly two thirds of the season still to go? So what am I going to say? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I mean, obviously the the table is the table. They're nine points clear, aren't they? Yeah. Whatever they are. Well, when I was at Cheltenham and we got promoted and won the league, Forest Green, uh, I think it was around about this stage, we were like twelve points clear as well. Um, and what you have to do is keep going. You know, you have to wait and see, you know, how that top team whether they can keep the run going. And if they can, then they deserve top place, of course. Um, but all teams have a little blip at some stage, and um, you know they got beat to us and drew at Chippenham um, this 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 week on Tuesday. So. Who knows? But they're you know, they're a strong squad, and uh, I'm sure they'll be there or thereabouts for most of the season. Um, but we certainly, at this stage, you don't give up and say to your team, or your supporters, or your board of directors that we're we're playing for second because we're not. There's still plenty of games, and we want our promotion however it comes. But the the easiest way is to uh, be first. Uh, you touched on after the game on Saturday on Mark, um, Mark Crow. used to play for us a few years ago, uh, Dylan Crow coming yeah. in at left back and what a good job he did. Yeah. Um, obviously he's had a difficult season in injuries and then being loaned out to Havant, coming back. Um, he was a big help on Saturday, wasn't he? To, uh, well. uh, uh, the fact that they took Jordan Young off was a yeah. testament to how well he had done his job. I think you must be pleased with the way he's come back into the fold and and yeah. you know done a job that you on the opposite side of the pitch, which he, he normally operates. Yeah. On. Well, he's um, never 
he's never spat his dummy out, as it were. You know, he's always trained hard, trained well. Um, we we sent him to heaven because he he wasn't uh, getting games for us at the time. Um, slightly before that, he, he'd got an injury that was you know, quite a long-term one, so he it was difficult for him to get get in, uh, especially when we were playing like three at the back, if you like, you know, three centre halves back there. Um, and he just had to wait his opportunity, and uh, and that's why you got to be ready to be lucky, um, because all of a sudden there's a there's a place available, and he and he's and he took it, and so he's he did well. Now, you know, we again we got four games coming up. He came off with a bit of cramp, so we got to be aware of, of that. You know, it's. Uh, as he got four games in him, you know, as anyone of them got four games in, in them. But uh, hopefully they'll all want to play and, um, and it, as I said, creates that competition. But he's certainly part of the competition now, which is great. The squad overall seems stronger, doesn't it? You look at it on paper and you can lose a few players but with injuries yeah. and still think yeah. it's OK. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know... We're getting to the point where, you know, every every week people ask about Jarves and mm. Dawson, you know, Dawson and just about to do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and when they're back, that's even more competition. So we, we, you know, we had to be very careful as to what we brought in, and that we wasn't top heavy anywhere. Um, you. You know that Jarvis is coming back soon anyway, and hopefully our two that are up front at the minute can, can see it through for the next two or three weeks, um, in the hope that uh, you know, when Jarvis comes back then you've got your, your, your big striker that we've been pining for, over, but couldn't find anyone that would um, fit the bill. Um, yeah, so that's, and that would create even more competition. Jobs. Obviously, you were without nine players last Saturday. I was staggered when I totted them all up. I, I got to about six or seven, and then went, "Oh no, it was him yeah, as well." It was him as well. Well, you got Crash, um, Finley, Crash, Finley, Crash, Jack Stobbs didn't play last Saturday. Jack didn't no, play so in that group, which are the ones that are you're yeah. you're starting to yeah. to think right? Well, uh, Mark House did, for instance. You hinted that maybe he was quite close last yeah, week. Yeah, he, he was close, and he's um, close again this week. Right. Um, but it's symptoms, you know, it's after training, that they get headache, and okay. that sort of stuff, right. it's right. symptoms. Um, so it, the reason for him is he hasn't been completely clear of... of yeah, no, he's, uh, he's clear uh, of the protocol now. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's, that's yeah. done, so... Yeah, you could chuck him in if you really wanted to, absolutely. but... Uh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. uh, Reese has been doing well, to be fair, you know, I've been pleased with Reese, other yeah. than the one ball he gave... Maguire drew <laughs> and then watched it go over his head and I yeah. did ask him about it and he went, I knew it was going wide. He said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well ninety nine point nine percent of people <laughs> didn't think it was. Yeah. Um, but so uh, that got a little smile in the meeting the other day. Um, you've got Ross who's close now. Um, you've got Laps who's close now. And um, you've Jack Stobbs? got Stobbsy who's close now right yeah. yeah so all three of those could be available for selection yeah plus Ethan Archer who obviously wasn't available Ethan last wasn't weekend. available because uh, he was cup tied so he presumably is okay 
Um, yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah, he's exactly. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's so fine. that's that's five possibilities yeah, to come back not, into the not not ready. No, um, and then what we move on to our two the longer term ones, Jarvis and Dawson. What's the latest with them? How are they getting on? Kev's had another scan to see how it's improving, so we're just waiting on the results of that. And uh, Jarvis is just a matter of time. Right. You know, it's a bit of swelling. Um, in the knee, you know. we've had a result with that one really, and he has as well because you know there could have been it could have been a lot worse than actually what the diagnosis yeah. is, and so mm. so he's up, you know he's happy. He's now walking properly. He's not okay. He's, he's you know not necessarily limping. He's got full range in it if you like, right. but he's still you know you get that swelling. And you you got to get rid of that. Yeah. So he's on the the machine, the game ready, they call it, and um, 24 hours a day nearly. You know, how he sleeps, I don't know. It's a very big machine. Mm. Um, but um, yeah. So but we are looking Christmas. Uh, where, where are we now? We're last I'd week like in November think, now. Aren't I'd we? like to but think. I, I've always said Christmas with Charles, haven't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah, Christmas, yeah. New Year. So yeah, it'd be fantastic if we, yeah. we get him back as. Uh, Another string to our bow. Yeah, and and Kevin is maybe a bit long, maybe a little bit longer. Well, Kevin, it depends on what this what the scan what this says. Scan yeah, says yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. It's, uh, it was What's he been able to do? Sorry, to interrupt. Yeah, What's he been able to do so far uh, in terms of physical work? Is he? Yeah, no, no, not not anything right. because right. it's something that uh, gym work and stuff like that, but but not um, no, no. At the moment, he hasn't been. But he, you know, he can do. Walking, do you know yeah, what I mean? You know, yeah. we all walk like our fit, me and you. Look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's um, coming to games and, and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, of course. Know, he's he's, yeah, he's yeah. at training sessions. Yeah. And, um, he does go to the gym, so, you know, without using the the problem hamstring area. Yeah, yeah area. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so he, he's he's very frustrated because he wants to he wants to play. Yeah. You know, he wants to get back. Yeah. So. And when he when he, he will do before the end of the season, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and hopefully a lot sooner. So it's all interesting stuff, Dave. Let's talk about Yeovil. That better performance. Not hard. No. <laughs> to deliver a better performance. No. After no. no well, yeah. It's hard to be better than the the previous performance against Yeovil. Than the league defeat. Um, uh, and uh, it was done with a weakened team. Yeah. Up against four a, changes. Up against a weakened team. Yeah. Uh, you have to factor all of that in, but uh, um, in the wake of the league defeat, everybody was walking with their heads down and saying, "Well, that's it. Yeah, we're going to walk this league, um, and you know nobody's going to touch them. We're all yeah. chasing second place." And we did speak to Gary about that briefly today, didn't we? Um, and uh, I, I'm not trying to be a, a smarty pants or anything like that, but I was trying to say after that Yeovil game to one or two people, whoa, hold on a minute. You know, it's not, yeah. It was the 15th or 16th game or whatever it was. Uh, there is a long, long way to go in this league. I'm still in the, in the very biased, I admit, camp that believes that the team that Torquay won this league with five years ago, it would be a good game and I'd love to see it. But I think they would beat that Yeovil side yeah. uh, that we saw, and the reason I, I, one of the reasons I think it, is because we Torquay helped massively to make Yeovil look good in that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You know, I, uh, we, I can remember in the league match, they st we started off quite lively. I remember Theo Williams was putting himself around and had a little face-off with one of their defenders in the first five or so minutes. And then as soon as Yeovil, you could see them, right, OK, we're going we're gonna to get around and pass the ball here. And they were passing it across the back four and into midfield, etc. Et and we just completely stood off them yeah. and let them do it. And once you start doing that on a football pitch, especially in lower division football, you're in. You can end up in big trouble. Worthing did it to us earlier mm -hmm. in the season, mm -hmm. and looked like a million dollars. Look at that. They're, they're not top of the table. Everybody thought, oh bloody hell, yeah, Worthing's going to walk this league if they carry on playing like that. But if you don't get close to people and you don't tackle them and you don't close them down, they'll do it to you. Mm. Of course they will. Uh, and and you have to get close to people and put them under pressure and work and work and work and then the mistakes start to make. So instead of winning the ball in your half of the pitch, you win it in their half of the pitch and you're in business. And that's partly how Gary Johnson's team won this league five years ago. Yeah. You know, with people like Jane and, and uh, Jamie Reid up front uh, and people... You know, Lemon Hay Evans, people winning the ball high up the pitch because they were putting people under pressure. And the number of goals and defenders make mistakes against you mm. and you're in. And, <laughs> and that didn't happen in the league game and in the trophy match. Look, those points are gone now. Yeah. We can forget about it. The trophy match was far less important. Of course it was. It was reflected in the two teams that kicked off. But what United couldn't afford last Saturday was another performance anywhere near the level, or not the level, not the if you level. know what I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of the league match. That didn't happen. They a much more high-tempo performance. Well done to the team that was out there. Uh, even though it was only 2-1 in the end, they thoroughly deserved to win. Yeovil pulled a goal back very late. It was a bit on. of a, yeah, it was um, a bit of an Alamo at the end there, wasn't it? Yeah, there was. They, they, they got through it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, it was unfortunate and, for the ball to come off. Archie Harris it on was, his debut, yeah, but yeah. Uh, I don't think you can blame him for the no, goal. No, 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 and and you just you, you just thought, well, at least they put that right. You yeah. know, no matter yeah. what the result was, at least they've gone out, they've got stuck in, they put Yeovil under a bit of pressure, they scored two very well taken goals, and you move on, don't you? Absolutely. Now, Yeovil drew it. Chippenham mm. won all on mm. Tuesday night when I think most people thought they might win there. Look, I'm not saying Yeovil won't win the league; they may well win it. And I know they're nine points clear, and I know <laughs> Torquay are what it is, 14, 15 points behind them, etc., etc. Um, but uh, uh, I'm not sure they're as invincible as they looked <laughs> when they won at Playmore, was it a fortnight ago? I'm not sure that they're that good. Uh, I'm there to be proved wrong. Yeah. If they win it by 15 points, I shall look stupid. But, I think I know um, the answer to this, Dave, but that concept of, of would the Torquay team of. of Four years ago, beat the Torquay team, or five years ago, whatever it was, beat, beat this current, uh, beat the Oval team. Would that Torquay team beat this Torquay team? Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, there is a, a marked difference. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, um, this Torquay team. Let's hope that over the course of the next few months, they can get themselves to that to level, the, to, to yeah. somewhere near that level of. Uh, you know, it's we've we, we've used this phrase Gary Johnson team. Gary yeah, Johnson yeah, yeah, yeah. team. Does well, it he look, uses it exactly? Yeah. Does it look like a Gary Johnson team? And we all know in the last few weeks and months it hasn't been looking yeah. like a Gary Johnson team, and it didn't against Yeovil in the league match. No. Um, now you know th th there are one or two players who 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 they brought in, and in a way they've had to bring in. You know, you know Ethan Archer, Theo Williams, uh, um, Callum Callum Dolan, Callum Dolan. 
uh, who have lifted mm. the, you know, the, 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 those levels. They had to get another Callum Dolan in because of um, Will Jenkins Davies' injury. By the way, he slipped off the radar a little bit at the he moment. Has. The, 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 the uh, feeling always was that once he'd gone back to Plymouth, had his knee injury sorted out, that he would come back. Even with Callum Dolan and Callum Lane and one or two, I'd have him back tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because he was giving us that little bit of energy and yeah. closing down. He's a good footballer apart from anything else. And we missed him big time. He's only 18 or 19 years old, I think, or something like that. Yeah. We were missing an 18, 19-year-old midfield player. As soon as he uh, left, as soon there, as he was left. A, there was a massive and, hole and, to fill. Yeah. Uh, and and this, is, this is National League South football, and it would be the same in the National League and probably even in League Two. If you don't get stuck in and yeah. work your backsides off against oppositions, you end up in terrible trouble. Yeah. And, and hopefully United, as a result of last Saturday, and players coming back now, you know, that they can uh, play at that higher Gary Johnson team tempo yeah. that we've just been talking about, put teams under pressure. So what it happens is, if you put teams under pressure in their half of the pitch, you don't have to create as much no. yourself. You know, we've been <clears> playing with Brett McGavin playing as a sort of anchorman midfield player in yeah. front of the back four yeah. to try and get us going passing the ball. Well, if you win it 40, 50 yards further up the pitch... You don't need that, It, yeah. it yeah. takes the pressure off Brett McGavin to start everything off, you know, etc., etc., etc. All of a sudden, you close someone down, they give the ball back, you hunt in packs, punt in twos or threes, bang, you're in for a shot yeah. at goal. That's how Jamie Reid used to score a hell of a Absolutely. lot of his goals. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so, there we are, um, fingers crossed. We've got a game at Dartford on Saturday, uh, but but almost kind of like, more importantly, looking forward, it's 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 a chunk of four games coming up, isn't it? It's a, a Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, um, leading up to the Christmas period. So, it's, it, it's, an, it's important, first of all, that the squad is becoming healthier because you, you bloody need it. Um... And then there'll be a chance to maybe not try different things, but but try things for the for the occasion, horses for courses. I think that that if you look, United have got ten games in thirty six days coming right, up okay. now, starting with Dartford on Saturday wow. and finishing with Truro away. It's now ten even, in that short time. Yeah, wow. yeah. Now even your and my mask can work out the rate of games per yeah. days uh, uh, that that, that uh, from obviously the Truro return game has been brought forward from New Year's Day to January the 30th January, as yeah. well, which, which is uh, to, to, to December, the Dece yeah. December the 30th. So, uh, and we're obviously talking about the two rearranged games, Weymouth and Taunton. We've now got an FA Trophy match at, at Froome. There is a hell of a lot of matches coming up. A lot up. of football to come up, Absolutely. Yeah. And they will all, nearly all of them, and maybe all, will all be played without Aaron Jarvis and, and, mm. and um, uh, 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 Kevin Dawson. Yeah. So, you have to, you know, no wonder Gary Johnson wants a few of them back. And he was even saying today in his press conference, you know, have we got uh, players who can play every single one of the next four matches, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday? Mm. Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. I, you know, you, you, you are talking, you're looking at people like, you know, Dean Moxie and, and, and Asa Hall and one or two of the people that are, that, that are a little bit injury prone, the Tom's La Tom Lapsleys and, pe and people like yeah, that. Yeah, Ross Marshall. Yeah, and so there we are. We're, we'll, you know, we're going to find out an awful lot, aren't we? This is we such are. a huge... I, I know we keep saying in every football season, oh, this is a very important spell coming out. Oh, this is a really important spell coming out. Well, this damn well is. From yeah. now until Christmas, the league will be not decided 
but definitely shaped over the next yeah. six weeks. Uh, and and I think there's lots of winnable games for Torquay. If they can maintain this level, there are a lot of matches which they are perfectly capable of winning. And of course, you look at the league table, if they win the, the two games that are, that are outstanding, Weymouth at home and Taunton away, which I think we all hope that, that they ought to be damn well capable of doing, uh, uh, you know, they're second or third in the table, yeah. you know, with a bit of luck, uh, as long as they don't fall flat on their faces at places like Dartford and, and Eastbourne. And I think that's, if you're a you, goals fan at the moment, you think, look, Western Supermare, Hampton and Richmond, Hemel Hempstead, Mm. That can't happen anymore. No, the, no. The, they cannot be losing matches like that and in the manner in which they lost yeah. them. That is not an option. And if that happens again at Dartford and Eastbourne, uh, Tunbridge Angels, those, those, those sort of matches, then we are in yeah. completely different and dangerous territory. Yeah. 250 games Gary was in charge of. It's 250th game, the Yeovil game. It's not a bad record, is it? Well, he did point out that, that he's, he's not going to be here for, for 600, which is the, the record or whatever. Eric Webber back yeah. in the 50s, yeah. But uh, um, Eric Webber was, yeah, was at the club for 15 he years, was, so he's yeah. got a while to go yet if he wants to. No. Um, and but it's it, all right, it's good, was it? Is it 117 wins? It's, it's, yeah, something it's, like that. It's not, yeah. a bad, not a bad yeah. return, what was it? Win Wins, percentage of 43% some, yeah, or something Yeah, which is normally like just, yeah. you know, win percentages. Of course, you, you, you take out draws in that, don't you? Yes, you know, of there course are quite, you do. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I always think in those figures, oh, he's got a 40-something percent win percentage. Yeah. And you think and games that should have been wins, like the one at Wembley. At Ashton Gate. But even like, you know, in the course of a season, you know, draws are quite important from time yeah. to time. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no. Um, There's a lot still in the Gary Out Brigade, but I think we're we're not anywhere near that. Well, I we? think it goes. Look, we're Torquay. If, if Torquay were in Yeovil's position, you can win, you can lose an odd game or have an odd disappointment, and nobody worries about it too much. The yeah. fact is, United's season so far has not been good enough. No. It hasn't. They're ninth in the table. All right, they've got a couple of games in hand, and and you know they're probably, uh, you know, hopefully. I mean, goodness sake, if they don't make the playoffs this season, then it's an absolute disaster. Well, they're ninth in the it? table. I think it's fair to say they're ninth in the table because they didn't play on Tuesday. Exactly. No. Exactly. Yeah. So so, but in terms of the level of performance over the course of the first third of the season, it hasn't been good enough. Not yeah. what we were expecting and hoping. Especially when people like Maidstone can be second. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, and and you, 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 that's where we are. Yeah. But there are signs that the team is starting to, you know, come to itself and find a style and a bit of form. It hasn't achieved the consistency which it's going to need to win this promotion, um, uh, uh, if they do, and that's. The remit over these Absolutely. next six weeks, yeah. everybody come Christmas when they play Truro twice has got to be looking over their shoulders and saying, "Uh oh, here they come." Yeah, you know, in a, oh blimey, they've won six on the trot, they've yeah. won five on the trot and drawn an, another one. That's what. That's the remit. That's what everybody's got to be saying by the time they go to Truro on December the thirtieth. Yeovil even with a bit of luck may have maybe looking over their shoulders and saying, "Oh, here they come." I mean. I th I think this league is very winnable. Uh, it definitely is for Yeovil, yeah. and it probably is for anybody else. I don't think it's quite as strong as some people seem to seem to think. Um, you know, you look at some of the teams that are up there at the moment, and we've played a few of them, 
and you think, really? Yeah. You know, I mean, Braintree went and won at D- Dartford 2-0 the other night. They're going really well, yeah. I think, you know, etc. Torquay beat Braintree with something to spare here. Uh, and you think, hang on a minute, get a decent team out there that's fired up. Yeah. That we should be capable and of that's the kind of And that's the, the, the kind of fired upness that we saw on Tuesday night. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, it's not a chess match, is it? <laughs> um, well, I think that's 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 enough, Dave. Because uh, obviously, guy's doing his granddad stuff in London, so he's not here, um, and people don't want to hear us two old men <laughs> sitting in a car in Marnham Road going on too oh, long. Well done, Dylan Crow last Saturday. Yes, yeah, that's a good before point. Before we before we pack up, having had a, 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 a oh well, a, a eighteen very, months very, really, yeah, yeah. and a, and, a, and, a, and a, a difficult time. A lot of people had written him off. Yeah, um, you know he hadn't quite nailed down the right back spot that everybody, you know, that he was brought into. That that was the the, the object of the exercise. Yeah. He'd had his injuries. It was ben Winter's replacement, wasn't it? Correct. Yeah. Out on loan to Haven and Waterlooville. A lot of people thinking, well, he's history. Yeah. Um, but he's come back, uh, and he was slotted in on Saturday on the opposite side of the pitch, which was his favourite left back. Yeah. To try and combat the threat of Jordan Young who had absolutely run riot again in the league match did a really good job um, tackled the job in the right way uh, effectively we know he can get forward he's, mm-hmm. he's quite a good little athlete um, <clears throat> and that was a plus for me on Saturday I know he had to come off in the end but but Jordan Young had already come off yeah he'd done, <laughs> he'd, he'd done he'd, his job yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and uh, yeah I, I thought that was one of the the smaller uh, pluses Cameos. that maybe went under the radar a little yeah. bit last Saturday. Very interesting stuff. Okay, well, we'll win at Dartford and that'll kickstart that, that, that Christmas, that run up to Christmas. That it's ten two games long trips, isn't it? Yeah, Dartford, yeah, yeah. Dartford away and that long old trek to, to Eastbourne yeah. Borough. I've done that a couple of times in the past. No easy way of getting there, is no, there? No, there isn't. All-weather pitch next Tuesday night. Yeah. Okay, thank goodness they've won on the all-weather at Haven and yeah. Waterlooville, so that may give them a bit of a lift there but first things first they've got to go to Dartford they've lost their last three home games famous last words um, uh, Alan Dowson very experienced manager mm-hmm. who of course was in charge of Woking when uh, when, we, when went, we tussled with them when we yeah. tussled with them back in the day they've got a lot of experience even do you remember Musa Diara that big old yep. tall centre half he had at Woking he's with him at, um, right, okay. at Dartford so there's a lot of experienced National League South stroke National League yeah. players there they're not <clears throat> firing on all cylinders uh, because they lost at home again on Tuesday night. But um, <clears throat> fingers crossed. Absolutely. Uh, let's end this podcast, this guy, this podcast with the usual Come, Come on, on, you yellows. yellows. Come on, you yellows. Flying high below this Wembley archway sky today. Come on, you yellows. The fellow pride buckle up.